0: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. I am so excited, first of all, to even be doing a podcast, and I am doing this thanks to the arm bending <laughs> we won't see it, of my good friend, Brother Gabe Baker. We are actually in his church right now. We're yeah. in Chehalis, Washington, and I'm so, so happy that uh pushed us to do this because i haven't had a podcast since february is that right
1: yeah that is right because oh. i check like almost every day on my <laughs> podcast library That's so bad and, and, and <laughs> I,
0: I had a, I had such a streak going where i was just going to record it without regard to what i thought the quality output was going to be i was uh-huh. just going to blindly record every week no matter what yeah and i've got away from that and i'm embarrassed and i i, I hate that so Sometimes we let perfection get in the way of, of good. We, yeah, we were talking
1: about that last night. It's, we were. It's hard I'm, to... I'm
0: as guilty as sin. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to try to fix that. But we're fixing it one yeah, here, time. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. But thank you, Brother brother uh, Baker, for allowing me, first of all, to even be here.
1: Oh, yeah. Decided Thanks to for coming. Shayla. So Glad why don't you tell
0: us about the event that, you're, that we're at? Okay. So,
1: yeah, this is our... Um, we do an annual youth conference. And so during the youth conference... We have children's church on Thursday night and Friday night during service. And so uh, we call it children's church. It's kind of a Sunday school slash children's church. We have, um, you know, it's a full on theme. Um, It's a different theme every year. This year is pirates, which is kind of fun. So we have a pirate ship up here and a cave playground. And um, it's kind of an interactive set, fully costumed actors. And of course,
0: it's a phenomenal uh. set. If, if I wish we could show pictures, and if I can figure out a way to put it in the show notes, I will. But we're in a pirate ship right now. Yeah. A really cool pirate ship. <laughs> um, I don't know how many hours of work. Maybe you can comment on that. But we are looking at a mass with rigging and uh, sails and rope. and It's it's first class. It's first class. Thank from, you. From a boardwalk outside with cannons on the side of the ship. <laughs> Uh, the walls are decorated it 's just it 's just phenomenal, and that brings you to the first thing i 'd like to talk about, which is at a youth conference right a lot of times, not not at a youth conference specifically, but conferences of any kind, the focus is on the conference, which it should be right yeah, so sure. That's what it 's all about, sure and sometimes the children 's ministry can get relegated to shove the kids in a corner, keep them quiet, free up seats for the adults right and let yeah. let them. Just kind of get out of the way while we have mm-hmm. our conference. Yeah, that is not what you're doing here.
1: Well, yeah, and it's it's funny because the um, I think uh, I think 2012 is the first year that we um, with this conference that we had children's church. Um, I can't remember exactly how long the conference has been going. I think maybe 2010. I'm not sure, but um, I remember in 2012 we had an army theme. And it was up up here. We're in a, in a two story metal building.
0: In the upper room, as it were. In the
1: upper room. And uh, that was kind of when we started. And um, the goal was to empty seats because we were getting too full. And so we already had um, our Sunday school going with kind of themed Sunday school. So we weren't just going to color pages or whatever, you know. But yeah. So that's kind of the kickoff of this whole thing.
0: That's awesome. Well, there was a little girl today, in the day service that uh, she just came up and said, "I can't wait till tonight." Oh, that's good. She wasn't she wasn't excited about freeing up a seat, so some yeah, <laughs> exactly. She was excited <laughs> because <laughs> the kids get just as much out of the conference as the parents do, and as yeah. the youth do. So I just think that's a, that's awesome. That's the way it should be. Kids should be excited. And they feel like I'd be willing to bet those kids feel like they are the focus of this entire conference. So This whole conference is for them in this upper room.
1: Well, I had somebody just tell me uh, a a dad tell me he said my kids look forward to this conference all year long. That's the way to come to Children's Church,
0: and and that that we'll talk about this in a bit. But that's how Summit is uh, in Mm Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. We have the Kingdom Kids Conference, and um, it has morphed that concept of making it a where, where parents can really concentrate on the preaching where parents can really uh, focus and get into the altar call without having to worry about where their kids are right at. yeah and that's the last thing that the kids think ab- about like they are not babysit it right that exactly. in kids it is the coolest children's ministry setting Ever. And yeah. so so the kids are, they're way more excited than the parents are when Summit comes <laughs> yeah. like, like you said, that girl is waiting uh, yeah. all year for, yeah, all for year. this conference yeah. to happen. A lot of kids, they can't wait till Summit happens and the parents <laughs> are loving every minute of it because they get to they get to. On their focus, service. And yeah. The kids are not left out of it by any means. This is a family affair. I yeah. Believe. Well, and
1: what a powerful thing for, you know, the kids to get a powerful touch in Sunday school or children's church keep on calling Sunday school but for them to get a powerful touch and the parents you know or the older siblings to get a powerful touch in, in the regular service
0: yep and we're just bringing it to their level we're just bringing the same Holy Ghost the same lessons the same topics many times the mm-hmm. same uh, you know the same scriptures, and we're all we're doing. And I loved. I think I heard Jason Ashley say this years ago. Not years ago, man. It was last year, I think. Uh, he was talking about that verse: "Train up a child in the way they should go when they are old, they will not depart from it." Yeah. Uh, but he did some research on it. and I've done the same since. But it's talking about that train up a child can actually be uh, reworded to uh, feed a child or process the food. Oh. Down to their level, okay. and I know that I'm taking liberties with that. But, sure. but but it's like a they they mentioned in the commentary. I think it was like a mama bird, like a bird. That's what I was thinking processing okay. it and putting it into a form that the baby bird can ingest. And that's what oh we're wow. doing. We're taking the yep. same word of God, and all we're doing instead of slapping a steak in front of a three year old, which they can't do anything with, yeah, we're turning it into food that they can process.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think
0: that's such a cool visual for that, us. That that's is why we do silly songs and funny skits mixed with the lessons mixed with the the messages and they still get the Holy Ghost yep. in this setting it's just in a form that they can ingest I think it's
1: yeah cool. and I I think that's actually I'm glad you brought that up because you actually did talk about that last year in you know you came Wednesday night and did a session for our staff
0: Brother Ashley. I stole that from you yeah you. That's, yeah <laughs> that was good
1: I think you credited it him but you you uh mentioned that and I know that we had a couple new staff members that were in that session. So we have a large staff that we kind of rotate through. And it was an eye-opener for them. Because they did they wanted to be a part of Sunday School. But they kind of had some reservations because they f- felt like they weren't, you know, quote, silly. And that was a revelation for them, you saying that, about this is why we do that. We're, we're trying, we're grabbing their attention. I think you said, like, opening the lid to their brain, grabbing their attention, and, and then while we have their attention, we're shoving the gospel in there. And I got that
0: from Brother James Wang. He was talking about object lessons. When, when we do that, we're, we're just trying to get some of these kids' attention that, that are closed up. You know, yeah, they're, they're right. Just, they're not willing to listen. They don't want to hear the lesson, but when you can, can open them up for just a minute, with with maybe it's a cool object lesson, maybe it's a song, maybe it's a, uh, an exciting reenactment of a drama of, mm-hmm. of a Bible story. Right. They're open for just enough time for us to get the lesson inside before they close up. Yeah. Now the longer they're in church, you know, the longer they're here, the more they attend, the m- the more open they are, and they can receive right, it better. Right. Right. Yeah. And they can just get the concepts better. Yeah. So we're just trying to open them up, throw the Word of God inside, and let it do the work. So I think it's that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah so we are we are so excited to be here. I came up on Wednesday and boy, what a trip that was. I don't have time to go into <laughs> it uh, over here, but it seemed like there was a lot of, a lot of silly stuff that, that went wrong before we got here. Um, so I was actually late, which was embarrassing. So we had a, a training session scheduled for six thirty. I didn't <laughs> show up <laughs> until a the last of seven. It yeah, was good, though. not we, a good look. We
1: still had everybody here, uh,
0: <laughs> anyway. But we made it. We made it. But I I am so excited uh, about being here. Um, but I I would like to talk for a minute, if you if you don't mind, yeah, about that concept that we talked about of balancing fun and learning in right. l- in in the same atmosphere. So you guys are really good at that. You have a a different way of of teaching than a lot of people do. As far as you you do a, a full blown set, people in costume. Right. uh um, You have a script ahead of time. It, it may not be a word for word skip, a script, but it's a sure. it's a outline. I guess is better term yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and why don't you kind of just describe your process? I, I I love to hear it.
1: Yeah. So typically on like on a regular Sunday. The conference is a little bit different, um, but on a regular Sunday, we have, uh, we still have fully costume actors and everything. So when we come up, um, just kind of a run through on a, on a typical script, and we try not to be too typical, but on a typical script, we'll have the outside greeting, um, where we're basically kind of doing all the preliminary stuff, you know, attendance and all that, and then we come up. And we'll have a dynamic opening, is what we call it, and it's some kind of action while the kids are getting seated, and capture their attention, capture their attention, and it, it often is a preview of either the theme story or the
0: Bible story. Um, but like we have something very, very similar, we call it the okay. creative intro. And yeah, it's same. It, yeah, it's just a way of introducing the theme of the day in a fun. Many times, silly, goofy way. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry.
1: Keep well, I got the concept from, I don't want to get way off track, but I a long time ago, I went to, a, it, it was a show that they used to do every year for, um, well, it was in the summertime, but it was about Easter. It was a, another a secular church, and it was an amphitheater. It was an outdoor um, theater, and they did an awesome job. They had live animals and everything, and it was about, it was called The Passion Play. I've been there. Okay. Eureka
0: so. Springs, right?
1: And this was here in Washington. Oh, it was a different one. Okay. Yeah, and so it was really good. But I remember um, I had family visiting. My brother-in-law was here, and he had gone to get some food right before, you know, some hot dogs or whatever. And he was walking down to the seat, and they started. And they started with a bang. And I I remember just looking up at him because I was trying to make sure he got his seat. And he was... He was standing there with a hot dog in his hand and a drink and his mouth open, just looking around at at everything that was happening. You know, it was just action packed and it stuck with me. So when we do Sunday school and it's certainly not the same level, but my idea is, is that when kids are coming in, when they're walking into Sunday school I want something is happening where they're they're not just walking into a quiet set getting their seat and now we're going to start something's happening and they're like what's going on like last night you know we had pirates sword fighting all around amongst the kids and everything that's what I want and it's like this is exciting now if they're younger we do 5 through 11 then sometimes it's scary but anyway so we can't well, take the, that long on each
0: segment <laughs> the younger ones I, I've found many times can get so scared at stuff that we don't even think is remotely scary. Like if the lights yeah. are too dim, they, they, they sure turn into a panic. So I obviously I want to mitigate, you know, I don't want kids to not want to come because it's a frightening atmosphere, right. but I also don't want to tone down the excitement for that one kid in 50 yeah, it's exactly. just a scary cat. He's
1: afraid of everything. Exactly. <laughs> I don't mean that bad. Yeah, you no, know? I, I, yeah, I agree. But I like think. last
0: night, I didn't think there was anything ominous or scary at all, but I did see a kid scared to death, and I'm thinking, what on earth is that kid afraid yeah, of? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You <know, I> <laughs> you're too yeah, sheltered. of so it's, <laughs> I'm it's kidding. Too like, yeah, it's overwhelming sometimes. I think you know we got yeah. all the music going and you know smoke overwhelming. I think that's yeah. a
0: great term for it. That's so what it is.
1: They oh. get overwhelmed. They don't. They just don't know what's happening. So yeah but anyway, so yeah, we do the dynamic opening, and then um, most often that's followed by an official welcome and um, so so we have uh, somebody or maybe a team of somebody's come up and do a welcome to children's church, welcome to Sunday school, and then we'll go through uh, a few rules we have four. Um, and we have a couple bonus ones that we throw in there. But <laughs> we have some rules that we go over. And then we just go into, we call them segments. but And those are segments, too. The dynamic opening, then the welcome, and then... This well, is
0: uncanny how similar this is to home. Like, yeah. everything you're saying, I'm like, yep, yeah. check, yeah. check, check, check. This is awesome. I, I so, love it.
1: Yeah, then we'll go into, like, praise. You know, we'll sing a song or offering. or And, and so, like, if we do offering, for example, we usually have some kind of lesson that goes with it. We use a lot of teams of three for different things. Um, and then the other thing that we'll try to do, just sticking with offering, for example, is we'll try to tie it into the um, the lesson for the day. You know, so if the lesson is on God's love, when we do the offering, we're trying to tie it. We'll do it like a mini skit, you know. Um, just uh, just a couple weeks ago, we did a mini skit where the The thief a thief came in and stole the offering and and so there was a concept behind that. so we do various things and um, so the same thing we'll we'll do plan of salvation. Plan of salvation varies from sometimes we'll have a staff person um, i I say staff with quotes kind of um, we'll have a staff person teach the plan of salvation as a staff member. Other times we'll have a character, and these are two things that are delineated in our cast uh, sheet in the script. A character means they have a costume on, and that they're doing, you know, they're some kind of character. And so we have, like, we have an old map, and it's like, hey, can anybody tell me how to get, you know, saved, basically, and we use the old map. So um, those are some of the segments, uh, offering, prayer requests, plan of salvation, um, praise, or we sing songs, and then um, we have the Bible story, which is your Bible
0: story. I want to I want to get into that because yeah. you guys have a unique way of theming your decor, your characters, but yet still bringing in a totally and, and this this is no way negative, unrelated Bible story to that theme, right? And it works. It is so cool. <laughs> like last night, we were pirates. Everybody was yeah. pirates. But we told the story of Moses. Of oh, Moses, yeah. And we didn't even try to tie the two together. Right. But there's water in there. <laughs> <laughs> there is water. That is true. You actually, okay. Well, well, I, and I did not mean this negative yeah, at all. No, I no, love no, how you can maintain a theme, costumes, people, you know, battling sword fights and all that. Yeah. And you can still teach anything in the world you want. Meaning right. you're not tied to that strict... Theme of of your your staging, yeah, and you can still st- keep it. Like I think you guys keep it for sixteen weeks, yeah. Typically, so yeah, you can 16 teach a weeks. lot of stuff yeah. with that concept of of at any moment we can you yeah. know, take on a new character or whatever.
1: Yeah, and we do bounce back and forth. But it, it, I was laughing because we did um, space uh, a while back, and I remember a brother in our church asking, <laughs> "What does space have to do with the Bible?" <laughs> And so you know, uh, yeah, it, it could it can be um, a stretch. But then there's also time. Like we did a Western theme, and the Western theme had its own storyline. But we also did all the disciples was the uh, was our 16 weeks. We spent time on each disciple, um, and they were each they were cowboys. So Peter was a cowboy. And that's awesome. Judas was a scraggly cowboy. You know, <laughs> that's cool. So. I love it. So we do. We do sometimes try to try to tie it in, but um, so we have the Bible story is is kind of a major segment that we do, and we have uh, full actors, you know, and then we have our theme storyline, and that's continuous. Typically, our Bible stories are not usually continuous except that we'll do series sometimes on longer stories like Joseph or Moses or, you know, so sometimes we'll do a, like earlier this year, we did a, I think a three or four part series on Samson. And so we will do continuous series sometimes, but typically the Bible stories stand alone. But our theme story continues for the 16 weeks and there's a final wrap up, you know, and we try to tie the, the theme stories, those can be flexible so you can, Kind of turn that around to match your lesson and your concept. Right. Um, So, and then, of course, we have uh, altar call. We have snack. Um, So those are kind of the segments we do. And, And we have a kind of a joke that two minutes is eternity in Sunday school. So our segments are very short. We do about an average of three minutes except for Bible story and theme skit. So Bible story is usually about twelve minutes.
0: That's cool. We use the the kind of general rule of thumb of you have about a a minute per year of age. I've heard that. Yeah, that's. But it's hard though with a range of ages from five to eleven. Yeah, that's that's quite a range. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. What do you do? We shoot for the middle. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we just shoot for the middle. So our maximum is eight minutes, but usually it bounces between four and eight depending on what the piece is. You know, a song is not going to take eight minutes. And, uh, you know, lesson, if you're up more than eight minutes, you're, you've lost them anyway.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I, I, I agree with that completely, is you have to watch. I will often gauge, like, sometimes I, lately I've been taking myself out of the script a lot, and so I'll be back in the sound booth, and my son usually runs AV, and I, I have pointed out sometimes I'll be like, look at the kids right now. They're completely engaged. Why? What is it that's making them engage? Or sometimes we'll even have three actors up there, and I'll be look at the kids right now. They're not engaged. Why? It's usually because they can't understand. That's usually why they're not un- engaged. If you
0: have actors, because the yep. kids like actors, they like seeing what's you know <coughs> stuff happening. They do like actors. At, at Kingdom Kids, we have knights and uh, kings and battles and bad guys. Yeah they are locked into those characters in fact if they see you anywhere else the rest of the year they will know who you are you <laughs> say so, you're the red knight yeah yeah sir henry <laughs> sir silas yeah and, uh, yeah they'll they, even if you don't remember my well, i don't remember my yeah. name last year <laughs> they do they know exactly i remember name. uh brother arter who we were hoping
1: would be with us today he's one of our key staff members but brother steve arter
0: he he, he had eat. the baddest scar last oh, night. Oh man, he did. He he does not mess around. So this <laughs> we're doing Pirates. He came in with a four inch scar on the side yeah. of his face, and I thought I just assumed it was an Amazon peeling stick. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. No, he he did it right. He uh, got it liquid was real. skin and Pinched it together and made a line and then colored yeah. it. Oh, it man. was wild. It was awesome. It, it looked so good because it was. I mean, yeah. it was his real skin and he just pinched it with that liquid skin. I don't know if it ever came off. He, he went, had to work
1: today and I want to know if, he, if I, he wore it to work <laughs> I meetings. really,
0: really. I hope he'll maybe he'll send us a selfie where we yeah. can see his face before we're off the podcast. But it was cool. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. No, that uh, well,
1: was cool. I just was gonna say is that he. So he was running our bus ministry, and he would be on the bus, and kids were like, "You're Kroger." It was a bad guy in our, our spy theme. He's like, Oh No, I'm not you know."
0: He'd tell them no, that's not me. That's not me. Yes, they it is. Know better. <laughs> they know. That is so cool. Um, we mentioned in in that that little training thing that we we had here on Wednesday, but it's a concept that I've really been uh, not bothered by, but but uh, been really mulling over. Is, is that passing on what we're right. doing and making sure that we're not the only ones doing it in our yep. church? Yes, and. Uh, there's there's just been other occasions that I've seen where there's there's someone that's really good at what they do, and you know things happen and th- they're they're not there anymore, and, yeah. and the ministry that they have built doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't yeah, it which is
1: that's scary to me. You know, interestingly, today the message, uh, Brother Clark Copeland preached the day service today, and he talked about. You're not holding it all together, God will fill it, and I think that we have a responsibility to you know we're, we're what's the saying we're God's hands and feet. we have a responsibility to fill that, yeah feel you know where if if
0: I leave or if I'm sick or there's not a void there's a, there's a little bit of a a pride thing that I think far too many struggle with of. I want them to miss me. You know, when I'm not there, right. I want them. I want them to know how important I am to this thing. Yeah. You know, what? it's funny. The older you get, <laughs> yes. <it's> like, <laughs> I want to be able to be gone, and it be better never, than when. Never I'm
1: there. skip a beat. Yeah, that,
0: that's the way it should be. And it just scares me when when it's too tied to me, to to you, yeah. to to a single individual, where uh, if we're not there, the wheels fall off. Well, that's not I think
1: you know with that. Uh, pride thing, um, or pride is such is is a bad, you know, is, is a negative thing. But ego, I guess, or whatever. I think the way to make yourself indispensable, where you you just are needed, is to become indispensable. And what I mean by that is you replace yourself. If you have somebody, if I have somebody on my staff that is replacing themselves let's just use sound for example if I have a sound man that learns how to do sound then he's really good and he does sound and then he starts training other people how to do sound and he's gone and I don't even know it because he's a sound guy but I maybe I you know recruited that guy that's valuable that's no, indispensable
0: incredibly valuable
1: because now yeah maybe I have sound man number two and I don't need sound man number one but the, his, his work ethic and his, you know, the
0: way that he passed that on, that's what's valuable. Well, like you, Brother Baker, here, you wear a lot of hats. Sure. You do a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're not just over <laughs> children's ministry. You're also over youth. You're also over, it seems like, right. half, the, half the things <laughs> I've seen <laughs> do around few, here. You do a few things. <laughs> if you're not over it, you're involved in it. Um, but how cool is that to be able to pass on off what you do in, in certain areas because right. you've trained them to the point where they can handle it, yeah. and now you're available to do something else?
1: Yeah, well, and that's the, we healthy. have an amazing staff here, and I am gone. Like we just last month finished up a firework season, and every year I'm gone for at least one Sunday for that. And I know that it's going to go well, and I hear good reports. Like, oh man, we had an awesome after service. That's that's what I
0: I want. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I've during summer, it's always one of those crazy times where I'm I'm gone more than I like. Uh, but I get to see pictures. We have a WhatsApp chat and all of our group oh, every yeah. Sunday. They'll send 20, 30 pictures and videos, oh, that's not awesome. just to me, but just to share. Right, right. Of their okay. perspective of the room and things that have. It's so fun to watch and to see that there is still a great altar call. There's still kids praying on the altar. They're still having a great time. Someone did an amazing whatever yeah. skit, object lesson. And I get to witness that, even though I'm not there. Mm hmm. And, and I wish I was, but, but it's, it's just so cool. They, like you yeah. said, they don't skip a beat. They just keep, yeah. keep going. And well, there shouldn't be that insecurity in us that keeps us from, from wanting to pass that on. Exactly. I think it's so cool. Well,
1: and I think, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't want to jump ahead too no, much, no, but jump, jump. on a macro level, yeah, to be able to become indispensable in the apostolic movement where it's not just, I mean... Thank God for people like yourself Brother booker that you can call and come to do a children's conference or I don't know if he does this anymore, but Brother Tyler Hodge, some of these yep, he's um, giants of Sunday school. But what if in the apostolic movement, if there was
0: people that are filling that void, you know? Absolutely. There's, there should be more and more. In fact, Julian Estrada from our church is going oh, out right. more now. Yeah. So he's starting to travel and, and, and he went to Mexico.
1: It. I remember we were leaving the the children's conference he's down went there the next day. He was he went to, went no I that, think he went that he went that night, I that think that night yeah, yeah. to Mexico. He said he was telling me bye and he said, I gotta go. I'm going down to do Sunday school in Mexico.
0: Yep. He's been traveling a lot. He just went um, I'm gonna miss some but I know he went to Pennsylvania and a couple other places. But it's it's That's so cool, super cool to see to see that happen. I, and, and the yeah. guy can pray anybody through to the holy ghost like if you oh, want someone wow. to get the holy ghost get Julian there he will pray through it. like oh, that's awesome. he's one of those guys like hey i am I'm, I'm struggling over here <laughs> come if i can just get get you over oh, here oh yeah I mean, he that's really good. And he really does have a have a gift for that he can he can pray people through but it's so cool to to see that happening and one thing brother Clark said this morning uh Clark Copeland while he was preaching he he, he didn't say these words i don't think but i wrote this down in some notes that while he was preaching is that never forget that you are replaceable. What I yes. mean by that is that if you won't do what God wants you to do, yeah, there's other people. He's gonna you find feel like you're you're yeah. you're the only person that can do this? No, you're not. Right. You know, I don't care how yeah. vital you think you are to the work of God, and you you really are. Uh, you know, I, even if you are the person that they rely on heavily, God's going to fill that role with somebody. Yes. So, uh, man. Let's yeah, pick them. Let's yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Let's let's be a part. And that's the thing is, is uh, what's that song? Whatever you're doing in this season, yep. don't, don't don't do it without, don't it without me. Is you know if if uh, God's going to do it, man, I want to be a part of it. I like yes. you. You said I wear a lot of hats, and I and I do, and and I'm involved in things. Not that uh, I'm not even leading, but I'm involved. Man, I want to. I want to be a part. I want to be in it, you know.
0: I love what you just said. The people that are the most effective are also the people that are the least selfish with their time. Mm-hmm. Right. Meaning that our our uh, main passion, or at least one of our main passions, is, is children's ministry. Yeah. We're, we're just obsessed with it. We love it. We we just, you know, we kind of hopefully are, are, are communicating that in, in all the podcasts and stuff that we do. Um, but you are involved in so many things in the church. And like you said, mm-hmm. you love it. Yeah. Brother, I don't know how many fingers or how many, how many things my fingers are in at our church, right. which is good. That's yeah, what it should be. It should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so I actually work at the church full time and that's my, that's my job. Right. Um, but if it's it's seldom that something's done at the church that i don't have something to do with it right and i and like you said i love it i don't resent it i, I think it's the best life ever
1: yeah it, well <laughs> they're saying i remember uh a brother an older brother in our church was asking me if if i could help him with something he said brother i know you're really busy he said but he said my dad always said if you want help getting something done find somebody that's busy that's exactly and right. It's so People true.
0: that aren't busy aren't busy for there's reason. a reason. <laughs> they Don't want to be busy, or
1: or they can't do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they do a purposely so bad a job that nobody wants wants them to help. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's that's the way it should be. And so, if you're involved in children's ministry, that's cool, that's exciting. But get involved in other areas too. Because yeah. oh, we said this in the training too. This is just a piece of a bigger kingdom. Right. Yeah. Children's ministry yeah. is just a small part of what God's doing in our local church. Let alone, like you said, we're gonna get there probably right now. But outside of just our local church, church. God's yeah. doing stuff on a much bigger level than just Shahalus, just Rialto. Yeah. You know, zoom back a little bit. More than California, and Washington, more everything. than the United States. He's right. doing some big stuff. Yeah. And man, how do we how do and we I want to be that? a part of that too, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's Absolutely. Speaking of, let's go ahead and dive into that. Yeah. We were talking last night And I think the conversation started, I I, I think I said something like, if you could just write words on paper and it happened, what would be the ultimate goal of children's ministry? Not just in your local church, but on a, on a zoomed out macro level, the apostolic movement in general, what would children's ministry look like if anything was possible? And that's an interesting concept when you think about it like that. What is our ultimate goal? I mean, I know what it is here in right. this church. I know this, what it is in Rialto. Church, yeah. But but on a bigger level, <clears throat> what are we trying to accomplish as a movement? Mm-hmm. And how are we transmitting what's happening here and in Rialto to to some of these churches that don't understand how important children's ministry is or how effective it can be and how much it can change their church? Right. Um, and I don't have the answer to that. And we talked enough to know that we have some some. Ideas, ideas of and, neat yeah. things that, that we could do, but man, we can't do a well,
1: lot. One thing that I, th- and I know we're not trying to answer that in this podcast, that'll be, that's a <laughs> that's a deep, deep subject and we do want to address it, but one of the things I think of, and I think you've mentioned this before, is right now, if I go looking for something for children's ministry, um, whether it be curriculum whether it be some kind of just a lesson or even if it's books for a Sunday school teacher there's very very few that are apostolic
0: yep very few very few
1: and there's so many out there and so that's one thing where yeah. it would be
0: it would be awesome if the apostolic movement I wrote an article on the uh, in the together magazine it's been a long time now maybe six months a year ago my 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 time perception is pretty bad (laughs) Uh, but it was something to the effect of a lot of churches have really active successful children's ministry and no one knows about it but you and your local church yeah the kids in your your church get to get to reap the benefits of that but it you spent a lot of time and effort developing maybe a lesson, a skit, something that was very effective and led to maybe you had a bunch of kids get the Holy Ghost because of this thing right. that no one will ever find out about. Yeah, that is such a shame to me. Yes, that's yeah. not okay. So how do we take the cream of the crop? Now we do a lot of stuff in our Sunday school that, quite frankly, I'm not I'm not going to share yeah. it as <laughs> is. <And laughs> not that we we are okay with with, with subpar. So yeah, yeah. But it, it happens every now and then. Mm-hmm. So we do segments like you do, but we do a little bit different as far as it's not like a, I don't tell everybody what they're doing in their segment necessarily. I'll give them a piece. And so I'll say, you guys are doing the skit. Here's your overarching theme. Right. Here's where you need to run with it. And then they, do, they kind of write it out themselves. Yeah. Um, and some of them are home runs, like grand slams are just incredible. And, 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 some, including some that I do are some that are okay. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. it could develop into something really good later. But for now, yeah. I'm glad we didn't record yeah, that Yeah, those okay <laughs> ones. You're glad they're not posted somewhere. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, the, what I was thinking is, and when you brought up that, that that of how do we share this stuff out, and I don't know how, it, I, I don't have the answers to this. Yeah. I have the problem looking for a solution. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, the question is, how do we get the cream of the crop of of what we did well that week shared to everybody else on yeah. a regular, oh. consistent basis. That I'm not even great. regular with a podcast. I haven't recorded yeah. since February, <laughs> so I am not throwing stones. Like, this glass yeah. house is, is, is very scared of <laughs> stones right now. So, um, I don't know the answer to that. But, man, we it know be there's, powerful. there's so much good stuff out there that is just not available.
1: Yeah yeah it, it would fact, be so great
0: you've probably had this happen too hopefully not as bad as what we've had we've had some maybe a really cool lesson or skit and i want to recreate that you know maybe a year down the line or two years and i can't even find what we did oh mm-hmm. i can't find a script yeah. for it i can't find my and i, I try to document it pretty well but there, it slips through the cracks sometimes and i cannot find these things and it is such a shame that I can't even recreate Fine. something that yeah. we did, yeah. let alone <laughs> share it to you so you can use it. It's pitiful.
1: So I do have, um, you know, I guess there's pros and cons. Uh, you know, right now, and this may change eventually, but right now I write our curriculum. Or I write our scripts. And I was not saying that's a negative or positive. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I would yeah, just no, tell you But I'm just, the re- and so because of that, I do have, um, you know, documentation I guess you know and in fact we recycle scripts often um, that we've done we just did one last Sunday that we did you know I'm like looking at like okay we did this four years ago that we did this script yep and so it's kind of neat that we can do that but there is still that element of sometimes somebody just knocks it out of the park because we do a lot of ad-lib we have a script but we do a lot of ad-lib and so they do
0: they they knock it out of the park and we don't
1: yeah, we don't necessarily have that documented.
0: So what what I've tried to do and, and we are not doing this as regularly as I want it to happen. But we've started what we call a curriculum document every week where like I said everybody's assigned a segment and then they they decide what happens in that segment and tries to get it to flow with what everybody else is doing. Yeah. But we have a curriculum document that now they're supposed to be writing previous to the Sunday. So like one, okay. or two, one or two sentences. Like I'm doing this very roughly. We're hopefully writing it by Tuesday, Wednesday of that week. That way the others can get a feel of where they're going. Oh, I see what you're it's saying. It's a like very just rough a brief, Just synopsis. Just okay. throw a little bit on there so I can get a feel of what you're doing. By Saturday, though, it should be fully fleshed out. Okay. So by Saturday, I should have something that in a perfect world, I could hand that off to a completely different Sunday school department and say, this is what we did. And they could, oh, I can recreate this. That's what we're trying. Oh, to Oh, yeah. That it would doesn't be. always happen. But that's the ultimate goal. So every Sunday, we're trying to say this is a snapshot of you know, Sunday, August 13th. And we're going to hand that off now where we can pass that off to somebody else. That's cool. So at the end of the year, we'll have a curriculum of 2023. This is what? we did. Yeah. And then make it available to others. Now we're nowhere near there. Yeah. But yeah. we're trying, we're at least trying to document it where everybody knows guys put your stuff in, but there's a tendency where if somebody's not calling you on it saying, Hey, where's your stuff? You didn't put it in last week. Yeah. That it doesn't, doesn't get done. Yeah. So, and I'm not auditing it closely enough. And sometimes I don't even do it and I don't yeah. realize it because I have my own Google document going, right? And so yeah, I'm that yeah. out and I have that going. And then I realize, ah, oh, man, I forgot to put it in the curriculum document. So, I'm guilty as well. So I'm not, again, I'm not throwing (laughs) stones. I promise. I'm not throwing stones. Oh, and we also, to mitigate it, have installed a camera full time in our classroom. Oh
1: yeah. I like that.
0: So we put it up in the rafter, not in the rafters, but up against the ceiling next to one of our spotlights and it's on the stage constantly and it's recording just all of Sunday school all the time. And I was telling you kind of, we use pro presenter with some overlays and stuff. So it just dumps it to a video file and it's not necessarily so I can share it online. Although, you know, if it's a good one and the quality is okay, then I'll yeah. actually post it. But that's not why I did it. Yeah, it's I just a static
1: it. camera so you can
0: Exa- record it, right? Yeah. I did it for the archival purposes. Yeah. I want to be able to go back and say, I don't want to just have a notes on a script of, of what we did that day. I want to see it. I want to see it, yep. how they did it, the inflection. I want to see how the kids reacted. I want to see it yeah, all. Yeah, and that that's
1: valuable to see because like I was saying about how sometimes I'm observing is I like to watch and, and see how the kids are reacting. Um, even So there's the interest level or like, oh, that was funny, and the kids are reacting like we want them to. But um, I'll use an example. Last year when you were here, you were up on stage and you were no, doing keep going. I'm just looking at the time. How are we? Out of oh, time? okay.
0: 42 minutes. Okay.
1: Um you were doing a object lesson of some kind and you started talking I think you were talking about your mom. And um I was watching the kids like I always do. And I was like, "Oh man, this is we're ready to go to altar." And it wasn't scheduled that way, but so I put the message on the screen and that's what we did. We went to altar. And yeah, and so to cool. see those kind of things, to see the reaction of the kids and to be able to look back, um and you know, I guess this is being kinda of scientific about it, but be able to look back and say, There was the turning point. And was I don't think where's there anything wrong with that? Where's a pattern, you know, like how yep. can we recreate that? Absolutely.
0: That's really good. Um Let's let's talk a little bit about what you have here and, and what we have incorporated at home as well as far as technology and how it benefits the classroom, not just for the kids' experience, which it does, mm-hmm. but also for the teacher's benefit, like what it can do for us. Like you oh, said, you threw a yeah. message on the screen. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you'd be jumping up and down doing jumping jacks yeah. trying to get my attention. <laughs> hey, alter call. Yeah. Instead, you threw a on the, on the on Pro presenter, presenter stage yes. screen, and I saw a take it to altar call. Yeah. Uh, so stuff like that is super helpful, but it, it sometimes is a little bit intimidating for for some of the maybe churches that aren't. Sometimes the children's ministry doesn't have a techie in it, and so yeah. you have you have somebody that, that's kind of afraid of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to encourage you to really incorporate technology in the classroom. Yes. Not to complicate it, not to overwhelm it, and you don't have to spend a lot of money on this, but it will just make your life easier and make it yep. more, and this is a term you use all the time, immersive.
1: Yeah. For immersive, the kids. yeah.
0: Um, so we'll talk about some stuff you guys do here, and, and I'll do the same for home. So w- how do you guys incorporate tech in, in the classroom? So
1: the, the biggest thing that we do is QLab, and this is what we do our sound effects on. And QLab is free. There's paid versions, but you can do a bunch with the free version. Um, And to do um, a bunch, there's a lot of things you can do with it. There's a learning curve. But to start with it, it's drag and drop. You're dragging audio files in, dropping them in. And so we use um, QLab a bunch. And then I found, when we started out with that, I found uh, tracks. And they're, they're kind of like, Soundtracks from movies or theater or something like that you know they're or that style they might not be from an actual me- movie or theater production, but they're that style they're just dramatic filler background exactly setting yeah. the tone, setting the mood yep, and so um, now I subscribe to somewhere, but I found free ones, and then now we do a lot more sound effects and stuff, but that's that's the biggest um, I would say like without that our Sunday school would be dramatically different because we
0: have sound playing nonstop. So I took what you... We're sitting in your sound booth right now, yeah. in your Sunday <laughs> school. Um, and, and this... What you have here, we didn't have. And it was a real... Uh, it, it was a real bummer to me because it like, there's no one to monitor mics. So when a mic, mm-hmm. we had to run over and try to find you know, how to fix it or... Yeah. So I didn't have anybody full time doing sound stuff, not because we didn't want to. It's just like we're using our bodies everybody, everybody in in the in the acting and and on stage and crowd control that honestly, I didn't see it as a big enough priority. Well, I I rethought that real quick because we had so many interruptions. And when you have a big sound interruption. It ruins everything. I mean, like you lose the kids. Yeah, you and totally the, lose your momentum. A mic dies. That's a great, great way to put it. You lose your momentum. Mic dies. Uh, music is just if it's if it's if it's too loud, too soft. It's just it's it. Yeah, it's hard to to be effective. So uh, we built and, and uh, where we're at in our fellowship hall, we have to be able to roll everything up for big events. Yeah, and yeah. roll it back out. So we didn't have the flexibility of a permanent built-in sound booth like you guys have here. So I'm trying to think, what can we do, yeah, and still have it but be mobile. And so we built what you have—a sound cart but on wheels. I'm on wheels. That's so cool. I can't wait to see it. I want to. I yeah. want to see it. It's got a lockable top, and so we have the computer inside locked up and dual monitors. And yeah, anyway, awesome. So all of that is is now on wheels, and it's got just this massive tether of cables connected <laughs> to it because we don't have any else way to do it. And so yeah. we just, it goes along the wall and it's near the front instead of how you have it here, just because of the way we have to do yeah. it logistics, but it's worked, it's worked and it's really cool. Uh, and so you guys inspired us to do that. Nice. Um, but with that, that same computer now we have, you know, the stage screen like you guys have mm-hmm. um, to give messages to our team. But we mentioned we have segments. So we got like, you know, say we have seven segments that day. And I can click on like you guys do as well in Pro Presenter, you click on Creative Memory Verse. When you click on that, it starts a timer yep. for that Creative Memory Verse, throws it on the stage just screen. Counting down. So now the person on the screen on the stage knows I got eight minutes and counting. And it yeah. ticks down. When it hits a certain threshold, sixty seconds left, it turns red and then it starts flashing and you know, whatever. Just uh, trying yeah. to get their attention and at zero. Whether you think you're done or not, you're done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You've got to clear the screen. So ours is very similar, but I have it set. It's ProPresenter, so it's the same program, but I have it set where it counts over. And so it starts giving negative. It'll go red, and it's like, you're this over three seconds. This will do negatives seconds. as yeah. well,
0: <laughs> but I don't want them to yeah. <laughs> to abuse it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so, so we do have a buffer built in yeah. in case somebody does, you know, well,
1: sometimes. You, the other thing with ProPresenter. Yeah, is, you know, you talked about cost. Um, the Appropriation is an expensive program, yeah. but you can get it for free and you can use the stage screen. You can use all of it for free, but it's going to have a watermark on your main screen every right. once in a while. But on the stage screen, if you use it for, for stage um, and that's all you're using it for, it's free.
0: Yeah. There's no watermark. Yeah, you can use it for creating your own presentations or whatever and then yeah. creating them at home when you're, computer and bringing yep. them in. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know that actually. I didn't know it didn't do it on the stage because we actually do use screens for the kids as well. So right, we have right. two screens up on our stage and we didn't pay a penny for them. People donated them. Uh, oh, that's yeah, awesome. It, you know, it, it was funny because like new converts like, hey, I'm getting rid of this 60 inch screen. You know, I'm not <laughs> watching TV anymore at home. I'm like, that's awesome hey, what you doing with it? <laughs> Not that we watch TV. Yeah. Okay, but we use it for HDMI only, and we put lyrics or, you know, what's happening on the screen. So what we'll have, uh, like, when the kids get there in the morning, it will have a countdown to Sunday school. So oh, okay. So see that, countdown. yeah. Um, and uh, then the segment, while it's showing on our stage screen, a countdown, it'll just show what's actively happening. So it'll say... Uh, creative memory verse behind whoever's talking. Right. So it'll just say that. Some so one thing we did
1: do, I got a, scr- I got a big screen uh, for on Prime Day. Somebody, uh, Brother Adam, our sound guy, he sent a link to me. And I was like, yeah, we need that. <laughs> but um, so we just recently did this, but we have the timer, the stage screen with the timer and the message and the all that stuff, the segments on one half. And then we actually have the script, it's a PDF, blown up on the left half. So they can actually glance at that screen and see where we are in the script. And so I think that's going to be kind of, we just started doing that. But I think
0: it's going to be pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that last night. Um, So um, lights is another thing that we started doing. So in that same sound booth, we have a DMX controller. I know this sounds like just... Uh, you know gobbledygook if if you haven't looked into it but bottom line is DMX controller is a thing you plug into a computer to USB Mm -hmm. and then you plug your lights into that yep and you these daisy chain into each other you assign a number to each of them and then you can control each light separately or all of them together or set pre-programs so with one click of the button we can set the mood for like we have we have full lights, which is like we try to keep all of our overhead lights just off as much the as possible, yeah. just so we can set the mood at any second without having to have anyone hit a switch. Yeah, so we can do full lights, which is kids and stage, uh, stage only. We can do center stage only, so it's more of a spotlight to the middle. Or like what kind of lights are you using? Cheap, are they ellipsoidal? cheap, oh. cheap. So okay. we, we have used what is left over from our main church. So like when they do Easter productions or whatever, you know, they'll get lights or swap them out because this one doesn't quite fit. So we just get leftovers. Okay. We actually haven't ordered very many for <coughs> our Sunday school. I mean, when I say cheap, like brand new, they're 49 bucks on, oh, okay. on uh, Monoprice. And yeah. so we'll just get – but they're full DMX control, all colors, brightness, mm-hmm. adjustable strobe lights. You know, you can do all this, everything you can do with an expensive one. Yeah. And if it fails, it costs you 50 bucks.
1: 50 bucks. yeah. We it's have some of those. Deal. Um, they're called a flat par. And I think when we bought them, we have nine of them, were, they were like 99 bucks. I think they're now probably like 49 because yep. it was a long time ago.
0: <laughs> it depends. It depends. which You can spend, for a flat part, you can spend a, a lot, lot of money if yeah. you buy like American DJ or something. Yeah. We just buy the cheapos. because yeah. You know, if a kid does something <laughs> silly to him hits it with a baseball bat, I don't care too much. You know, it's yeah. not the end of the world. <coughs> yeah. But it's neat. Uh, once you get this figured out, it comes with all the software you need or you can download it for free off their website. You're... Your little USB controller, will talk to them. Yeah. It's, it's just really cool. But you can set, like we have one that turns everything red, and you know when that happens, something bad's about to happen yeah. on stage. Right? <laughs> oh, okay, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a like scary a scary mood. You know, that signal, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's just a neat way to instantly set a, set a mood for the uh, classroom. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned the camera, uh, lights and sound effects like you guys do. Um, a big thing for us also
1: is mics. So like
0: yeah, you know, I I just assume that that's a, yeah like everybody has them, but they don't. Well they don't yeah, they don't,
1: and we didn't. Um, so like we're wearing these mics right now. They're kind of a countryman style, but they're way cheaper. Um, they're the um, uh, what do they call them? I can't remember. They're over the ear, you know, boom mic. But um, it's been a few years ago. Pastor came up, Pastor Burgess, my pastor came up to observe Sunday school. Just out of the blue, you know, and he thought it was great. He loved it. He said it was awesome. He said, but you need mics. He said, because there was many times I couldn't understand what you were saying. And back to my earlier point, if kids don't understand what's happening, it could be really dynamic. They like seeing actors in costumes and yeah. stuff, but if they don't know it's funny, they don't know, you know. Absolutely. So mics is a big thing.
0: Yeah, so... uh if you can't afford these kind of uh, belt mm-hmm. packs with, you know, the the, the better mics, because if you get a cheap one, it's almost worse than not having one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, They're just so hard and squealing, and it's just, you're fighting the mics so much, yep. you may as well not even have them. So I- if that's the issue, get a handheld. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those are <laughs> cheap. Yeah. And you can pass those between you. I know it's not perfect, and I'd prefer much to have one that I wear, mm-hmm. but... If that if if I would if I can communicate with the kids and be heard, I would rather have that over a squealy oh yeah headset that just is. Fine
1: well, when we do time. the the conference, the children's ministry conference, for the most part, I think you might have brought your own, but for the most part, we're doing handheld mics and we do
0: skits and everything with that, and yeah. it, it works. I have one that I just take with me. Yeah, <coughs> um, I, I got a. A decent one years ago and i found that some parts of the country just did not work in flat out would not communicate with really? the transmitter oh, and i uh. couldn't figure it out i asked all kinds of people finally they're like well the when you bought it <coughs> it had a frequency that was reserved for those type of mics. Oh. Well, they've released those frequencies oh to yeah television and radio oh, okay. or whatever else <coughs> and so now you are no longer Depending on where you're at, guaranteed a signal. Oh yeah, and you know, you can change the frequency and you know stuff on your transmitter and receiver, but you can only you have a range you're within that, a certain range. Yeah, and, and there are certain places in the country it flat out would not work. Wow. So I went to and I asked you know a couple more guys that know way more about this stuff than I do. What should I get? Like, I want one that can travel anywhere and not worry about it. Well, there really isn't anything guaranteed, yeah. but they said this one, which is a 2.45 gigahertz, uh, it doesn't work on a traditional frequency. It works on, like, the Wi-Fi signal, oh, I basically. See. Okay. So this is much less likely, and they have dual band, which if one fails, it has a backup one that it okay. goes to. And so far, it's been really, really good. So it's a yeah. sure. I don't remember, GX650 or something. Okay. I don't remember what it is. Right, right it's expensive yeah they but can not get expensive stupid so i mean it's expensive yeah. you know it's yeah. 600 and something bucks yeah, with yeah. a rechargeable battery and all that uh, but what's cool it comes with two rechargeable batteries so i can just swap them and it charges in the base station i don't have to have double a's with me or anything it's just, just a cool yeah. way um but I, where did I get sidetracked on that? I don't even know why I
1: got on that. I, we were talking about mics, I yeah, think. I don't know.
0: Sorry about that, people. If, yep. you're, if you're still even listening, uh, we, we got a little in the weeds on the tech. I'm so sorry. Um, we are almost out of time. In fact, we are probably past time. I think
1: we're yeah about almost an hour right now. Okay. I something.
0: do want to talk about one thing because you're going to be yeah. at Kingdom Kids. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm so excited about you being there. This if will be my first time. If you are listening to this. And you don't know what Kingdom Kids is, but if you're listening to this, you're, you're involved in children's ministry more than likely. If not, I don't know why you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Kingdom Kids at Summit is, is, is a really neat gathering place for other people, for people that are just obsessed with apostolic kids ministry. Yeah. And uh, it's it's Tyler Hodges there, uh, Jason Ashley, and myself, or the Gabe Baker's going to be there this year. I'm so glad you're going to be there. Chris yeah. Bradshaw cannot make it this year. Darian Jordan's not going to make it this year. But there's always about 15 to 20, um, for, for sake of a, of a <laughs> it's going to sound like a weird term, but, but top tier children's ministers there. Yeah. yeah. And we learn from each other. And we get to that's, that's to so pick cool. each other's brain, and w- the script as we're going through it, we get to throw in your flavor for the game. I'm hoping because yeah. we'll send it out ahead of time, sure. bring in whatever you think would add some some Shahalas flair to yeah. it. And we'll bring the Alton <laughs> flair, and Tyler Hodge will bring his, and, and it's it's just a really cool place. And we're inviting you if you're listening to this yeah. to be part of it. Yeah, you're an apostolic. On. We want you. <clears throat> yeah. We want you. you get, get your pastor's blessing to be there. But if you if you get it. Man, come to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, September, and I'm guessing, I think it's 5th oh through the boy. 7th. I'm pretty sure of that.
1: I think I it's have a it.
0: Tuesday through Thursday. We set up on Monday with this giant castle with props and everything. Yeah, 5th through the 7th. Yeah, 5th yep. through the 7th. <clears throat> Tuesday is practice. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night is the actual services. Clean up Thursday night, so it's a three-day uh, children's Ministry Conference, but it's a neat deal, and we invite you guys to come take part of it. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yep. <coughs> Sounds be cool. awesome. I'm
0: so excited. Well, I, I just have one last thing, and I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast on the way here. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it got me really <laughs> ticked off because this guy I was listening to, he is not an apostolic. Um, you know, He's some denominational guy, or, but he's first class. Every podcast I've ever heard, I'm like, this guy knows more about children's ministry than anybody I've ever heard. Like literally, I just take notes. Every time I listen to one of his podcasts, I just fill up a page. The guy's unbelievable. He's he's phenomenal. I'm not going to well, call his name because yeah. I'm about to throw him under <laughs> a bus hard. <clears throat> the guy's incredible. But today, I heard him say something that made me so mad. Like he started off his podcast with this most recent session and he said that He heard these stats about uh, how many kids or young people are leaving the church and, uh, you know, how many, the retention's not as good as it used to be. Mm -hmm. And and he said, you know, I I don't think that's, I don't think that's good. And I'm like, "Uh, you go, man. I I was on his side so far. Uh, (laughs) Until he said, the reason it doesn't bother me, he said, I think that that's okay. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa." (laughs) Okay, continue. (laughs) He said, um... I think that just kind of the pilgrim's journey is as a young person you're in church because your parents make you and then you just kind of leave church and sow your wild oats and find your way and then when you realize that you're missing something important you come back and you you come back to what you've been taught as a child because Mm. we put so much in you that here you come. That made me so mad yeah, because he's like he, he's giving everybody a blessing to backslide yeah. oh it's fine it's fine, young people. this is just part of the part of the the programming, part of the schedule. No. just uh, go sow, uh. sow your wild oats and come back Wow i was I literally was yelling in my car, I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not okay. that is not okay. We are not okay with these kids no. leaving church. If they
1: do backslide, yeah, we welcome them back of with course, open I arms, are. but that's not how it's designed to be.
0: Exactly. What we're doing is we are trying to, Brother James Wang put it like this. He said, I don't want to be a surgeon that's fixing people years later after, they bro- after they've been broken. He said, I want to treat kids and get them so healthy that they never have to be broken to begin with. Exactly. And that's exactly how it should be in children's ministry. If we do it right, these kids don't have to backslide. They don't have to that's leave right. God. They don't have to go and experience figure life any, yeah. out.
1: They don't have to have that experience. Yeah.
0: No, if we do our job, and and, and <laughs> I don't have to qualify everything, I hope. Kids have a choice, They obviously. Yeah. They're not robots. But if we do our job, train up a child in the way they should go, when he is old, he will not depart from it. That doesn't mean they can't. But it means that we are doing the very best that we can to ensure that they don't have to go down those stupid roads. Yeah. Um, my, my dad grew up, he didn't grow up in this. He came to church when he was like 19 or 20 and he's lived for God. Yeah. Uh, now he's in his 70s or 70 and he passed it off to us mm-hmm. to take it to the next level now. Right, yeah. And I've never left this. I have no desire to leave this. I've never smoked a cigarette, exactly. I've never drank anything, yeah. uh, I've never drank anything alcoholic. <laughs> uh, I, I have no desire to do that stuff, and I don't. I don't think that that's okay for people to be not s- at all even be saying that that it's okay for, for or that's part of the journey. Yeah, no, it's part not. of the journey, it or not plan for it. Yeah, no, no, you should not have to go through that. I'm sorry, I had to get off the off yeah. my chest. I was so <laughs> mad. Train up your kids that they don't have to backslide. Amen. Yeah. They should be working for God as they're growing. They don't have to wait till they're older. Like, ah, I don't have time yeah. to go into it. But that <laughs> lesson we did last night, I didn't do it justice because we were running tight on time, about the good and acceptable and perfect <laughs> will of God. Yeah. You know, you can have a acceptable will of God or a perfect will of God. Right. It's your choice. Right? You can decide. Yeah. God has three options for you. Yeah. Pick one. <laughs> And if you want the perfect will of God, you start while you're young and never leave. And you never leave. That's the perfect Keep will
1: advancing. of God. Keep
0: advancing. If you leave, come back to God when you're 40 and you've given 30 years of your life to the devil, that's good.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you're back. I, yeah. It's like the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness, right?
0: Yeah. But what if you never <laughs> left to begin with, yeah. right? What if you went straight to the promised land and didn't straight wander in. around? Straight yeah. That's yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. <laughs> but I, I just got so hot listening to that. So... Yeah, if you're, if you're that guy listening to this, you were wrong. I love <laughs> you, though. You're awesome. Other than that. <laughs> All right, Brother Baker, I'm sorry. Uh, so we no, have taken good. a lot of time. But thank you for holding my feet to the fire and doing a podcast with me.
1: Yeah, well, this is a restart. Here we go.
0: Yes, <laughs> and I'm going to make myself accountable right now. This is August 11th. I am slim. going to do at least one more podcast in the next two weeks. Guaranteed. Alright? I'm even shaking hands with oh, it. Oh man. Okay. That means that if I don't, Brother Gabe, you have to call me on it publicly and humiliate me.
1: All right, within the next two weeks. All right. Go okay, on. and then so I guess then I'm gonna throw down the gauntlet. I uh have been meaning to start one. Ooh, I can't wait. Oh so, Okay, let's see. What's <laughs> let me look at the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's see. We got Kingdom Kids. So, let's say, um, let's give me till September 15. I'm throwing it out there. I September love it. 15. September
0: 15 to to do your inaugural <sighs> podcast.
1: Oh man, I love
0: it. I that's just, so cool. I started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why uh, we we uh, we have these conference calls so it's uh, once again yeah. haven't been doing those very <laughs> yeah, those often. conference calls once a month yeah like they're ish. supposed to be once a month and now <laughs> they're like once every year uh but at the end we do an accountability thing where we hold our feet to the fire and say what are you going to accomplish in the next 30 days yeah. and there's no consequences except i have to tell you look you guys in the eyes and say i didn't do what i said i was going to do yeah so it's good to have people Good to have accountability. Yeah. So, all right. I got one okay. in the next two weeks, and you're by September 15th. September 15th. Thank time. you, everybody, for listening. I apologize for rambling on so long, but man, I am so excited to be here with my good friend. I'm looking forward to service tonight. Yeah, me too. All righty. God bless. We'll see you later. Bye.